The British Raj is a thing of the past. But it continued to affect India and Indians for a long time. My father was a police officer and joined the police force in 1939. I remember chatting with him about the police force and the Gorabasas. He spoke very highly about them. But the reverence that he showed to these officers was a surprise to me. I would not understand the same as a school kid when I discussed this. I lived in the cosmopolitan area of Bombay and had automatically grown up as a confident kid. I lived at Dobatalao behind the Metro Theater. Near our home, there were two large playgrounds, Azad Maiden and Cross Maiden. Bombay is a major harbor in India, and many ships were anchored at the port. Some Gora sailors would come to these grounds to play football. They brought along with them their refreshments and cold drinks. We were curious about the different colored drinks that they got. It was just a curiosity, but we were not overwhelmed. From my generation, the extra reverence shown to Gore is slowly reduced. As usual, I will explain my thoughts using the cricketing background. The representative of this generation is Sunil Gavaskar. Sunil is my contemporary and was educated in the English medium institution St. Xavier School and College. He did his MA in economics and started his cricketing career with a bang. He scored the highest ever series runs in his first series itself. It was against the West Indies and the West Indies. He did not talk much publicly as his bat did the talking. For the first time, the Indian cricketing team started achieving feats which were never thought possible. In the year 1985, India won a championship final in Australia, beating all leading teams, before that, India had won different championships in the years 1984 and 1983. Gavaskar, the team captain, was interviewed during the award ceremony. They asked, how do you feel after the victory? Gavaskar usually used to be sarcastic to foreign reporters. He said, have you seen the movie Jaws? Jaws 1 and Jaws 2. Similarly, you can write in tomorrow's newspapers that India's victory today was like Fluke 1 in 1983, Fluke 2 in 1984, and Fluke 3 in 1985. Though this was a bit arrogant, he was the least bothered, like the people from my parents' generation were. Then came Tendulkar. He took the cricketing world by storm, starting to play at the tender age of 16. Sachin kept on playing for 24 long years. The records he set, the awards he won, and the matches he won for India are phenomenal. Sachin is a soft person and never showed aggression except while he was batting. He probably became the first Indian batsman whom the mighty Australians feared. The Australian fast bowler Brett Lee once said, When Sachin was batting, we had a rule in our team never to sledge Sachin. In the initial phase, they tried and Sachin started batting more aggressively and scored very high runs. It became the second phase in which Indians had confidence in dealing with the world. The next one is naturally Virat Kohli. Virat Kohli, the batsman, comes very close to Sachin's batting. He also has an all-round game, aggression when needed, and consistency. Kohli is naturally aggressive, displaying it many times on the cricketing ground. He never bothered whether the opponents were Australians or West Indians or whoever. In Marathi, it is called. It means tit for tat. If an opposing team or a player showed some nasty behavior, Kohli just gave it back. He was never scared to be extra aggressive on the field. He really didn't care. It became the third phase in Indian confidence building in dealing with the world. The confidence shown by these cricketers has started reflecting how the world treats India and vice versa. Many Western countries have found it challenging to return to pre-COVID days for many of their processes. The UK visa process for Indians, post-COVID, 
was a long wait. India protested, but there was no change in the process. India simply twisted their visa process for Britishers which added delays in getting the Indian visa. Last week the British government declared that the British visa would not take more than two weeks for Indian travelers. The Indian government is now making decisions based on the nation's needs and not to suit other countries. Last year India bought S-400 missile systems from Russia, many Western countries, including the US, were upset. But our government explained to them the logic behind the purchase. At the same time, India placed a large order for military hardware from the US. Well, it looks like it is all about business. The other day, I was reading about the problems faced by the British Prime Minister on the BBC site. Below that news item, there was a section comments by other nations. That news section had comments from the US, Germany and India. India is important for BBC, nobody bothered about what India had to say only a few years ago. How has this change taken place? The change has occurred because the Indian economy is doing well, post-COVID-2. The world is moving towards recession, the Indian GDP has been rising. The world has begun to notice these changes. In 1991, India had to pledge its gold reserves to get emergency loans. The position has now totally reversed, and last week Indian government purchased 200 tons of gold to diversify its reserves. The idea is to try to stay away from the US dollar. For this purpose, India has already started doing bilateral business with many countries by avoiding using the US dollar. Can we compare the three musketeers of cricket, Gavaskar, Tendulkar, and Kohli, with our Prime Minister Narendra Modi? Yes and no. Yes is for obvious reasons, and no is because I feel he is a combination of all three. Strong leadership and a strong nation will take India ahead on the global map.